Well, good morning, good day. <laughs> it is foggy. actually morning. Foggy day. <laughs> it's a foggy day. Here's what's happening. Uh, it's a little bit beyond midweek today. Um, we're doing it on a Thursday morning early. Uh, our schedules have not allowed us to get together up to this point, but we are with you today. We're going to send this out fairly early on uh, this Thursday morning and uh, get it in your hands. But we are really glad that you're here with us. Welcome to Crossroads 98 podcast. I'm here with Eddie Hammond, our pastor. Good to see you this morning. Thank you, Stevie. Good to see you. Yeah, nice, bright and early with the birds, and uh, they sure are chirping. Uh, as soon as they they kind of brushed through the fog there, they were able to fly off and search for their worms. But uh, <laughs> I know that my dad sent me, I've got to, I got to tell you this, searching for something. My dad happened across the two largest mushrooms that he's ever come across, and that's saying something. He sent me pictures. Yeah, he's he's a big mushroom hunter. And he's... and here's the here's the catch of this whole thing. This is the funniest thing. He was just going on the back part of his shed, and they were right under a plant, like oh just my goodness, <laughs> right close to his house. So that's funny. He was he was pretty. Uh, dumbfounded in a lot of ways when he found that yeah. but uh, anyway i'm sure that those have been fried up now oh, they're gone and uh and gone uh maybe even put into some uh, scrambled eggs or something but um yeah mushroom season is coming down to a close isn't it and uh, uh i'm sure that a lot of mushroom hunters out there right now are are uh, either got their freezers full or oh yeah uh, got some different things going on but anyway we are glad to be here with you this morning. Um, it's a it's a great day. It's going to be some warmer weather, almost uh, near summer temps today. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we're we are glad that you're with us. As we get started, what we like to do a lot of times is get uh, get this started with a word of prayer. So let's do that right now. Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful for the joy and the love that you place in our hearts. I pray that you'll just cover this podcast with that love and grace, and as you pour out your blessings through your Holy Spirit to work in us through wisdom and, and, and through that grace to remind us of the freedom that we have, but also the responsibility to once that we have that freedom to move forward in that grace and in that love and to love others as you have loved us. So I pray, Father, that as we, as we speak about these things, these ordinances, these, these um, pressing matters within our lives and with our relationships that we have, that we will be obedient to follow what you've placed out in front of us. Lord, we love you, and we just place this podcast into your hands. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, last week was Mother's Day, and uh, we had a great time of gathering, had a great crowd, uh, a lot of moms bringing in their families. Yep. And um, I didn't see any of them dragging any of their children in by their ear. No. So that's also helpful, too. Yeah, I didn't see that as well. <laughs> Of course, it, yeah, I can't see everything, but you know, well, I would well, see a ruckus like that, I guess. <laughs> they weren't being drug in, uh, kicking and screaming, no, so that's great no. stuff. A lot of smiles, a lot of um, uh, neat families um, that we saw on Sunday, so good stuff. Well, Pastor, why don't we go, dive right into it? Um, we're honoring moms in 2019, that's what your title is, and uh, go ahead, you were going to say something. Well, I it wasn't a. I think it surprised people to a degree. It wasn't a traditional Mother's Day sermon, if you will, because I went into uh, what moms really need, and that's their husbands' love, support, and help. 
Gotcha. You know, I know a lot of men give me a hard time because they think I'm easier on the women, but um, I didn't set this thing up. God did. God <laughs> right. put man in charge, and it, you know, it it takes both parents to raise healthy children. I, I do believe that. Um, and the husband, uh, and then I went into Ephesians five. That's like I said, that's a tough, you know, that's a tough scripture. He starts out. Paul said in verse twenty one, Ephesians five, and further, you will submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. There's the key. And that, yep. that was the whole gist is that that both parents are submitting to Christ. And if both parents are submitting to Christ, the Holy Spirit will be in charge in that home. And and the problems will, will, be, will be more minimal as far as when this whole issue of submission comes in. Right. I, I, and I've said this a, a thousand times. If a, if a husband loves his wife as Christ loved the church, I don't think she'll have a problem wrapping her mind and her heart around that word submission because she knows that's what God wants. Right. That's, I think that's the key. She will know that's what God, God wants to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the man has to be careful and see himself as a servant, not as king. And that, right. there where you get, that's where you, you get into a lot of problems sometimes in marriage. The man takes this scripture and says, well, I'm going to sit on my throne. You're going to serve me. Well, it don't work that way. <laughs> right. Not in any cases I know. Don't, no, that don't work out so good. No, you Somebody's know. left out. That well, that's exactly right, and it's uh, it's like I said, and and I say this a lot in premarital counseling that in most healthy relationships, there's a giver and a taker. One's more apt to give, one's more apt to take. But as that relationship develops, the giver can't keep giving, and the taker can't keep taking. Right. It has to be has to be compromised and divided up a little bit because mm-hmm. you can take it for a while. And boy, you we probably you know you've both seen that you've seen families where, and sometimes it's uh, it's the man has been beat into submission and he he's just like a robot or something. But that don't work. No, it just don't work. It's, it doesn't work at all. Um, and and as we've talked about this in times past, and also that you've highlighted it in this message, the woman, the wife needs that love. It says right in the word, uh, in the words that you're speaking right here, the the uh, husbands love your wives, right? And then as we read on, uh, the wives to respect yeah. the husbands. Yep. And and we're going to talk a little bit more about this as we get into it. But if it's one sided, then the crazy cycle happens. Yeah. And, and I've. You right got now, into that in your class. Yeah, and right now I've got um, my small group discussion guide open to our uh, Emerson Egrich's Love and Respect book. I really, really enjoy every aspect of his study. And like you just said, that verse 25, uh, that's, it's not an option. Right. And you husbands must, oh. must love your wives with that's the same it. love Christ showed the church, gave up his life for her. And that word, that love there is agape. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. It's unconditional. There, it, it, it's a love that, that doesn't expect anything in return, and it, it's, there's no conditions on it, that regardless of what happens, you're going to love them that way. And husbands, you know, as you're hearing this, you just know that that is so easy, isn't it, guys? I mean, agape, love, unconditional love, especially when she comes after you and says... You know what? I'm sick and tired of you leaving your T-shirt and your underwear on the floor. This is ridiculous. What are you, five? Mm-hmm. And then how are you supposed to respond to that? Yeah. Oh, honey, I'm, 
you know, I'm just, just... Just keep that thought. I'm going to run out and buy some flowers. That's right. And I'm... <laughs> okay, so what happens when the crazy cycle wants to go come on unhinged and, and you are to, told to love unconditionally and you say to, to God as you have this conversation in your head quickly, you you got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I, she's acting like this or, or whatever. And, and let's just say that it's that it's not something that you've done but it may be just an attitude just because it's uh, something that happened at the work or there's something happened at with the kids that day or whatever in it and it's something's just tricked her tripped her trigger mm-hmm. and and you get that crazy cycle well you know you don't do this and of course the blame game goes on yeah. and, and or you know what I, I was in a, such a hurry this morning I, I just had to get my shower and and you know, and, and then you try to come out of it, and it's not very easy. And Satan jumps on every last nerve, and he's just like, yeah, 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 get, yeah, get it going exactly again, right. get it going again. Because he wants to destroy our yeah. lives. Yeah. He wants to destroy our family. He doesn't want you together. And so, um, you know, as I'm, you, you said it, uh, Colossians uh, 3.19, um, was that in your scripture? No. I, okay. I don't think. I just I pretty much stayed in Ephesians. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna open that up um, because in his in this workbook he brings that up and see if I can find it here. Um, here we go. Ephesians three, uh, verse nineteen. This is uh, rules for Christian households. Is is kind of it's entitled in my Bible. And that's Ephesians. Yeah. No. 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 Colossians. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Colossians three, nineteen. 18 says, wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting to in the Lord. 19, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents mm-hmm. in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. This is, it's, it's amazing because when we start to look in scriptures, it's, it's continual that we see these things. Mm-hmm. And so in Colossians, and what Emerson uh, directs us to is that in, um, in the scriptures and in the, in when this was written, it was love, it was agape. It was derived yeah. from that word. Yeah. And that's, so sometimes when we see that, and you, you versed it very, very uh, well many times, the love has these different meanings placed in scriptures yeah. as it's you know presented. So, um, give us those three real quick. Well, the first one, the, the first one, um, is alluded to, but I, I don't, I don't think it, in the Greek, there were three, three words mm-hmm. that basically, and the first one was E-R-O-S, Eros, erotic. Right. That's, that's where sexual, that's, that, right. that comes from. And then phileo, phileo which phileo. is brotherly love. And then agape, which is unconditional. Right. And so if you think about that, that deepening of each of those process, eros uh, being very surface yeah. or, or could be just that very... Right. Uh, and then that next layer, of that phileo, uh, you know, friendship and, and brotherly exactly. love and all that. And then you bring it into the deeper... But, but here's the, the deeper one, agape. It can only be produced with the Holy Spirit. That's it. You, That's, you can't have... I don't... This is my opinion... You can have and show agape love unless the Holy Spirit's in you. It's impossible. Love. Yeah. Now we yeah. might come close as humans, but it won't. It won't happen. Right. That's and just so how I see. Husbands that. 
are being um, told uh, to, they're not being asked, honestly. <laughs> it's a command. Yeah. Husbands, love yeah, he says you your wife. Must. must. You must love your wives. Yeah. There's not a... There's not an option there on on just on two days a week or whatever. It's it's twenty four seven. That that is the point, and 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 the, you know, Dobson has done such a good job with focus on the family over the years, trying mm-hmm. to uh, support and uplift and encourage the family. But the family's under attack because there's so many definitions, and Satan Satan does want to destroy it or get us to believe that. The family's not what God said it was. That the family could be anything. Right. You know, I, I you could get into the absurd on this. As it continues to go, it almost gets to the absurd that, you know, you could you could you could marry an animal. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it's just bizarre thoughts, but it yeah. it's coming to that that they would say, well, that that's that's a marriage. You know, that's insane. Mm, that, look <laughs> back and and uh, and you say paganistic. Yeah, exactly. And pagans and you. Boy, oh boy, I've seen. Well, it's like we researched a little bit of that. It is ridiculous stuff. It's like we talked about in staff, uh, you and I and Kurt, is is the deviant behavior that that, that Satan interjects into our lives. And if we do it long enough, we think it's normal. Right, right. We we didn't write that. God wrote that book. We can argue with it and ignore it or whatever, but it, it doesn't change the fact that that's. That's the God's God. words. That's right. The ruler of the universe, the creator of the universe. That's his word. It's been you, tested yeah, you, through time. You, yeah. You either accept it or reject it. That's, That's on right. you. But then you live with those consequences. Yeah. And we're not we're not to go around bashing. No. We've said this many times. This is not a sword to be used to bash or to slash or to 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 wound Guidance and instruction. Through yeah. the kindness and love of well, Jesus Christ. Like Scott's message. Scott Longyear yeah, did that a message. A great message. message. It was, Talk get, about unorthodox. Yeah, if you get a chance. Uh, for Mother's Day. Unorthodox for Mother's Day. Yeah, exactly. Maryland Community Church yeah, yeah. in Terre Haute, Indiana. Maryland uh, Community Church. I don't know if it's MarylandCommunityChurch.com, but anyway, just go ahead and search on Google. And then go to their serv- uh, sermons or service archives. You'll see what we're talking about yeah. about this last this last yeah, weekend. yeah. yeah. 5 12 19. That's yeah. your date, May 12th of uh, 2019. And you'll see through that service uh, and that message uh, how he brings in us as a church to embrace the very fact. Well, I like that what he said. It, it It's the, the kindness. Mm-hmm. That, that's where, that's the only thing that's going to really speak. Uh, to people that's way off base that's is, right. is, is you do it in kindness and then it's on them you know and we're not we're not giving you the whole thing here because we want you to check it out yeah it's we want you to check that, it out it's really it's, it's worth, good it's really good and so getting back into this when husbands uh, love their wives and, and wives respect your husbands if this isn't happening and they and the wife says well I can't respect him because he doesn't deserve it or the husband says well I can't love her she's She's uh, she doesn't deserve it, you know. Um, he or she's lazy, or he or she uh, doesn't uh, doesn't give me anything, or doesn't um, doesn't ever help me with with the household uh, area and and helping keep this area and the family going, and or the the wife. Anyway, what I'm saying is that crazy cycle wants to get mm-hmm. unhinged, mm-hmm. and because it starts to. If you can look at it in a, in a circular way, 
that love, if it's not shared, it gets off course. And so therefore, because the husband doesn't receive the respect, he's not going to give the wife love. And the more and more this happens, the, the mm-hmm. faster and faster this cycle spins. Yeah, there's a wedge wedge starts. There. So what we have to do is we have to look for those triggers and to stop them, especially if we're in fault here. We have to stop it, take a deep breath, step away from it, and and find where we gather ourselves. Not look for blame in the other person. Whether he or she deserves what they're not getting or what they should get, um, <laughs> yeah, well, not love, yeah, but right. you need more words here to, to straighten you up. No, to, to stop the course, to stop that cycle, and to bring it in to helping it heal. And the more and more times you do that, the more respect that's, that's brought in to the husband and, and more love that's brought in to the, to the wife. That family becomes uh, one of um, stable um, stableness and, and one that that becomes more healthy, and then it triggers over to your children. Uh, it triples down into whether they're there in the home or not. Still, um, the way that they see and sense their mom and dad uh, mm-hmm. respond and continue to love throughout their years of marriage. Yeah. Um, it's such a good thing because it's a part of your testimony. It's a part mm-hmm. of your testimony. Yeah. And uh, the way that we respond is so important. So what a great thing to bring on Sunday about this is to um, is to talk about well, this. Well, and the point is the husband is to lead in Christ. Mm-hmm. If he's not leading in Christ, you know, like I said Sunday, I think it's, it's, it's going to be hard for the wife to submit or respect him if he's not holding up his end of the spiritual That's bargain. Exactly and another thing I think we, we fail to, to realize that if we're living in Christ the way we should as husbands, the Holy Spirit's going to be talking to the wife's heart as well. Right. That's what makes makes it work is, is God is the cement. Mm-hmm. If, if he's not in it, we're trying to do that on our own. The old nature will take over and um, you know how that works out. It right. never it never works out with well one thing that we might be missing just a little bit here as we're talking is that we're kind of talking in the assumption that both parties both the husband and the wife have submitted their lives to Christ mm-hmm. so well, that, in yeah, that yeah. process submitting their lives to Christ or asking for forgiveness of that sin right. through Jesus Christ then then starts this process in the right direction right. if one is following Christ and has done that, and the other one is not. The unequal yoke there, you're pushing and pulling against each other all the time, and it and you don't work together. But still, you know, God tells tells wives to hang in there and pray for her husband and live the witness, and I think it would work vice yeah, versa. Absolutely. Husbands, if the husband is a believer and the That's wife's right. not, That's right. She's she's got to continue to see Christ in him That's right. to hopefully bring her alongside or on board yeah. in the faith and and talk talk that's about that's hard that. that's tough business especially when you start if you're being told to respect and he's not a believer right and you still need to respect you you gather that through the holy yeah. spirit the holy spirit's the only way you can do it that's exactly right and being obedient to that and as you do that he brings the joy in your life yeah. when you don't find that joy is humanly possible 
right? Yeah. That happiness, and I put, I'm doing air quotes here, that happiness. We look for the happiness in life, but what God says is, look, joy is everlasting. Yeah. When I bring that into you and that spirit uh, through obedience that, that you do unto the word and unto the Holy Spirit as he nudges you, as He that still small voice, mm-hmm. as you become obedient to that and respond then in respect or out yeah. of love, then the Lord brings that joy in your life no matter the circumstance. Right. And that, that's tough when yeah. we start to think about all types of yeah. marriages. My goodness. Some now uh, are... are are so getting so um, sideways that they do need to seek individual counseling and that kind of thing. But if there's a way that that um, you can continue to work and submit yourselves to the Father, and honestly continue to pray, yeah, exactly, prayer for your partner, and pray over them, and um, and I'm gonna say something real quick here to to the dads, the husbands, the the men of the household. Pray over your family as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little bit of secret that what I do in my own home. Periodically, I will do a couple of different things. I will go into each of our rooms and I'll pray over that room. I'll pray as I go through that doorway. And I'll pray that the, that, that the Holy Spirit will embrace that room and whatever happens to that day. Mm-hmm. And... and, and and I'll even uh, at times rebuke Satan. Many times, actually, I'll say, and and uh, in Jesus' name, rebuke him or his demons or anything that have tried to infiltrate into our home, and to remove them from the premises. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one other thing. And and I I know you do this too. I know you pray when you mow. I pray when I mow. Yeah. And I talk to the Lord. And there's times that I'm specifically praying, especially on the four corners of my of my property, mm-hmm. that when I'm driving in the perimeter, I'm just doing the same thing. Holy Spirit, come and set your angels and use your angels to guard this pro- property and this process through through our pro- uh, remove Satan and, and any of his horsemen and demons and anything that want to attack. And in Jesus' name, remove them. And you've got to flee. And I say I'm saying this out loud. Mm-hmm. He can't read my mind. You know, Satan's not a mind reader, I mean, in the sense. But when I speak it out in authority, and as a dad, as a husband, I'm speaking that out in Jesus' name. Not by my authority, right? but because of Jesus. And he, and he covers that property, and he works within. I'm doing that with a purpose to put a hedge of protection. And, and some, some, I think you've maybe done this before. I've done it. Is... You know, with anoint mm-hmm. over the door mm-hmm. with oil, you make the sign of the cross with olive oil, and that's a symbolism of mm-hmm. the, of God. Absolutely, it's I've like, written the name of Jesus. Yeah, uh, I'll uh, take olive oil yeah. and I'll just as I pray yeah. in the name of Jesus yeah. Christ. I pray uh, uh, as entering into this home and out, or into this room and out of this room. I pray you're covering yeah. over this. Yeah. yeah, so that's good stuff. It is good stuff because we must go. With intentionality, yeah. intentional, intentional uh, uh, steps and processes um, to to bring Christ within our home, um, to really put a covering. I, I'm I'm excited that this wisdom came 
to us today to talk about these specific things because we're always looking for tools to help mm. families. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling out there, we want to give you as much tools in the everyday uh, living uh, as we can. What else you got for us, Pastor? Well, I, I was just looking ahead till Sunday. Uh, Marnie from uh, New Life from Haiti is going to be with us. That's and, right. Uh, for Haiti Sunday. And then uh, at 1 o'clock, we're going to do meal packing yeah, uh, for those meals week. in Haiti, which, which I think is really uh, is cool because when we were in Haiti, one of the trips down there, Fennel, uh down Jacmel, had these meals mm-hmm. that people had packed in the United States and we got to pa- pass those out. That's and boy, awesome. that is rewarding. We so, took it to a couple of orphanages and uh, and schools, and yeah. these and it, just watching people's faces. Do we know what are the numbers like when you pack a certain um, a bag? Do we know how much that feeds? Is uh, there? Do you remember? Four to six, isn't it? Yeah, and we're like cranking out some pretty big bags yeah. this weekend. So we're, I can't remember the number about how I wish yeah, I, I, right I don't remember that either. But I don't remember that either. But to know that, and you know what's happening? I get, I get to tell you this. I found this out from my mom and dad. Now, my mom and dad are up in Elkhart, Indiana, and they're part of the, the Church of the Nazarene uh, North Side in Elkhart, and they are doing this meal packing this weekend, and they're doing it for Nicaragua. Well, and that's And how something. cool, right? So yeah. these churches out there putting forth and being witnesses by by putting out food, the need, right, so that other needs, like that spiritual mm-hmm. need, can then be nourished yeah. as well, yeah. to be presented as yeah, well. Yeah, if you, it's hard to witness or help somebody that's hungry, but if you get their belly full, they'll that's listen right. to you more. Uh, that's right. Because you've, you've done something for them to yeah. meet their physical need. So, so that's this, core, this month's core project. Kurt's been working on core projects. Uh, really well this year and just really hitting that and bringing us uh, we, we bring that to you uh, every month and um, this this month's core project community outreach event uh, what that stands for core and um, so it's exciting about how this food's going to go and impact those that are mm-hmm. in Haiti and, and uh, through uh, the house of Abraham uh, so really good stuff I'm glad that we've had this podcast this morning. Uh, it's been it's been great to spend time with you today. Uh, would you like to pray? Sure, Father, we love you, and I just thank you for families. Um, I know, Lord, that uh, we live in a world that, uh, regardless whether we admit it or not, is kind of anti-family and trying to draw us away from what you intended, Lord. So right now, I pray for. Uh, every family that uh, is listening, and uh, we just pray for the families here at church, God, that they uh, listen to you, that they are in your word. And I pray for husbands and wives, Lord, that we understand our roles. But most importantly, we are in submission to you, and out of reverence for you, Lord, we are the best husband or wife or father or mother that we can be. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just thanks again for this time this morning, Lord, and we just thank you for being so good to us. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining us today. We are glad that you have um, come once again into this uh, time where we've had a chance chance to have a great conversation. Um, again, mothers, we honor you. Uh, we're just great to have you in our lives, and um, we just uh, continually pray over you mm-hmm. about all of this and your families. Continue to continue to step forward 
um, in faith and, and uh, obedience in Christ Jesus. Well, until next week, and we have another topic to talk about. Next week's going to be a little interesting because yeah. it feels like it's a little bit open-ended, yeah. but we've got some things planned. So it's going to be good to meet with you again, Pastor. So thanks again for being with us today. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you.